yeah, work was um, work. Work was a little tiring. <laughs> All right, um, well, you're on right now, so just let you know. This is Cameron, and cool. he's awesome. He's one of my friends from therapy, and he is amazing. Come he on, is right. out. No, 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 Cameron, like, Cameron's so sweet, y'all, that, like, he, he came up to me, I remember the first day, and, or, or came and stood by me, and, and we kind of looked at each other, and I could tell he had, he had been new there, but, like, he was not feeling well, you know, and we all go in those places not feeling well, but he kind of reached out in a way to me to talk to me, and that's not easy in that place, right, Cameron? Like, that's hard to talk to people there. Like, when you're at a state of mind where you're like, you don't know what they're thinking and what they're going through and everything else and all these other things, you know, that get triggered. So, like, you opened up to me, and I appreciated that. And actually, you telling me, like, I remember giving you that little angel that day. You were missing your baby and, like, everything at home and, and hated being there. But I gave you that little angel, my mom, that token she gave me, and it, it helped you open up and, and play the guitar and, like, just be passionate again you know i saw that in you so that but that helped me in turn like seeing that that's what people don't get they're like kristen what you know why are you so on this you know upward blah blah and it's like well what do you want me to do be downward no like and i'm inspired by everybody you know and it just makes me happy that you i know are, are going through stuff still everybody does cameron but i'm proud of you i just gotta say it on this podcast too I'm proud of you. So you have this. You have the stage. I'll give it to you for however long you want, and we'll talk. We're just talking. Yeah. Um, what uh, did you have anything specific yeah. that you wanted to yeah. talk um, about? So, to- well, just introduce yourself. I know you're a musician, father, songwriter. Um, just tell tell me a little sure. bit about you, like from if you could summarize from like. You know, when you were little till now, like different increments of your life, if you want to talk about. Like yeah, when I, you're. I could go all the way. Or I could. What? Okay. Let me, I'll, let I'll me summarize it. If yeah. you could say two words. Okay. This is what somebody yeah. did in a therapy center with me um, a long time ago, a few years yeah. ago. And they said, if, if you could say two words for your life, like one is kind of like the rose and one is like the thorn. Like, I do this with my kids. I'll be like, "What? how was your day? What was the rose? What was a good thing? What was a bad thing? But you you learn from the bad thing, right? But, like, if you could say, this was my words, and I'll give you an example. I said, like, the good stuff that I think of myself is, like, or a word is being proud. Proud of where I am. And the second word is what is the thorn in my life. I feel misunderstood. That was the word. So, proud and misunderstood. If you can do a black and a white, you know what I mean? Like, what words would you use as far as like, For sure. you know? Yeah. Um, I would have to say, I think I'm going to also have to go proud because I'm awesome. I'm actually for once in my life, I'm at a point where I genuinely think not think, but I, I genuinely like feel I want to work the program. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I yeah. genuinely, like, yeah, I don't have, you know, I had a lot of resentment about the program before. Um, but, uh, so second word, um, yeah, second word of the bad is going to have to be, well, I was thinking like, um, 
honestly, the word that comes to mind for me is like painful. I don't know. There you it's go. Like that's, that's perfect. No, that's perfect. Pride and pain. Do you know what, do you know what you just did? Yeah. You just gave me just by that, that's your story, right? But you gave me just right in my head. I'm, I'm happy for you saying that because you have to go to the dark. You have to reflect to have that pain because if you don't have that pain, even though it sucks, then you don't have any more promise to your life and yourself. And you freaking, I'm glad I'm videoing this because when you see the video, you're going to see how proud I am of you. Like I'm over here like, yes, like you just won a game. Like seriously, Cameron, I can hear it in your voice because you know what I was, you've been through this whole therapy thing and, and issues before, right? So this isn't your first time around. And that, yeah. that's how I've been. You know, this was a repetitive thing. But back then, even though I felt like I was okay, I realized, like, I, right now, the point, what you just told me, I feel the same way. I could feel your soul and your spirit. I'm telling you. Because now you're realizing, like, you, you backed up. You said, I think. But then you went, I know. I heard that. You said, you backed up and you said, no, I know. Because for a split second, you were, like, hesitant. But you were, like... I'm putting my foot down. That is courageous to me. That is awesome. And it's not always rainbows and care bears every day, right? <laughs> but you're working through it. No, I'm so proud true. of you. I love that. I'm writing that down too. So pain, painful, and pride, proud. Okay. Awesome. Okay. What else did I put down here? All right. So um, let's get to that part. All right. Oh, what has been your most challenging thing um, in your life? Like, I wrote that wrong. What, what, what would you say that would be your most challenging thing? Just anything in your life you've done. My biggest challenge. Um, coping with grief. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I would have to say learning to cope with grief in a healthy way. Yeah. Um, what tools did you get? Yeah. What, what, I, uh, what tools did you put in your, in your bag for that? Did you like, what helps you get through that? Wow. Um, uh, music? Let's see. Does your music help so, you? So no, music. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Music definitely is. Uh, that's, that's my outlet. I, um, uh, I need to write more. Um, I need to write more music. I need to say I am. I am that, going to that pain, grief. Yes, absolutely. I am. There I am go. going to put those words, put put all that emotion and feeling down on paper, and and get it out. Just get it out. Awesome. Because uh, otherwise, it's going to bottle up, and you know. Yeah. Um, I could be right back to square one. So, I mean, I, yeah, music is definitely a, a big, uh, you know, it's definitely one of my strong, my best tools that I have. Awesome. Um, I would say also, um, honestly, like working, um, feeling like I have a purpose for the day. You know, um, having a task to do and getting it done, which I don't always want to do. I mean, it takes 
a lot for me some days to get up and get motivated. Um, it really takes a lot for me to, to, to just get out of bed sometimes. sometimes, Right. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the past, you're in Alaska, right? You're in Alaska. Where in Alaska are you at? Yeah. I'm in Alaska. I'm in Eagle river. Okay. Well, are so you're are you still like in a jet lag state because like the time and the, the whatever over there? I don't know. It seems like it's a different world when you go to Alaska. I've never been, but is it like an adjustment with the time? Like majorly? Yeah. So I definitely was. Um, I definitely was feeling that. It, it was weird. It was like a hungover feeling. It was legit like I was hungover. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it felt. I was lightheaded. I was like woozy. I was tired. Um, it was like a hangover. Yeah. And Ugh. come to find out, that was jet lag. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, that's how it was when I went overseas. I, uh, I've I've experienced that with kids, and it. Let me tell you, with kids, because uh-huh, you're you're trying to get your sleep schedule, but then you're getting two other ones. Like, ah, I'm never gonna sleep. This is hilarious. How did I get through that? You know, you think how to right. get through that. How's your baby doing anyways? He is doing fantastic. How old is um, he? He's got some, so he's a year old. He turned a year on the, uh, on April 28th, Oh, happy birthday. which I was actually, which is actually my, um, clean date, my, my clean date from, um, uh, well, we'll, we'll get to that. No, that's fine. Um, but so that's, that's my, that's my, uh, you know, basically my, my clean date. That's awesome. Um, and that's, that's more that of the reason the, the why it's like, I got in. that was your reason why, like one of your, besides yourself, like one of your huge major reasons in, in life, why you want to be clean and, and not around substances and things that are going to bring you down your baby, you know, that what, what more inspiration and sign, you know, like to look that's at now. Right. That's awesome. I think you should get that tatted on you. Don't you have tattoos? I thought you did. Do you, you have, know, t- do you I, have tattoos? Surprisingly, I don't have yeah. any tattoos. Why am I thinking you did? I don't yeah. know why. Surprisingly, I have one tattoo. Well, you should get April 28th <laughs> on there. That's okay. <laughs> no, but um, so when did your, yeah, your substance you know, stuff uh, like, happen? Like, when, did, when was all the start of that, if you don't mind me asking? If we want to get deep on this, I mean, you can talk about whatever you want or don't. Okay. Want it's just like you're talking to me at, at therapy. Just pretend yeah, we're talking no. at therapy. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So, um, so really, um, my substance abuse started, we'll say 11 years old, um, uh-huh. because I was 11 years old the first time. And, you know, all right, let me say what it was first, and then I'll explain, I guess. Uh, Go ahead. My, my first use of any drug was marijuana, which is, you know, it's basically the, the first for most people. Yeah, um, gateway. And so I was 11 years old, and um, I was uh, I was with my... Uh, brother or my uh, cousin, who's actually more like a brother to me, and um, I was with uh, t- 
two of the kids from around the uh, block, and um, they were like habitual. They were already habitually smoking cigarettes and black and milds and uh, and marijuana. Um, so they came over to my house, and uh, I can still remember it, like almost almost vividly. Yeah. Um, we were sitting in my window, in my bedroom window, um, smoking, like blowing the smoke out the window. We were all like taking turns sitting on the windowsill and we were smoking out of a, uh, oh, I got stories for roll. days with the, you know, the I don't know how, paper yeah, I don't, I've, I've, yeah, yeah <laughs> wait, we've been creative in our life. Just put it that way. <laughs> I get it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, um, and then by 12, I was, uh, I was starting to drink and I learned really quickly that I was a drinker. Yeah. I, um, you liked it. My buddy and I, um, my, right. Yeah. My best childhood friend, um, Cody, he, uh, we raided his mom and dad's uh, liquor cabinet and uh, I remember it was like we poured he poured literally like two pint glasses full of gin oh my just gosh. straight gin and ice oh my gosh. and um, so he couldn't finish his so I drank his and I drank mine and I got sick as a dog. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, I definitely got sick as a dog. Um, in fact, um, we were uh, standing in the doorway. He was, I was sitting on the edge of my bed, and I just start puking my guts out. And uh, Cody is standing in the doorway eating a bowl of cereal. <laughs> and he's just asking me over and over again, you okay, dude? <laughs> And I, I remember it was like, I'm like mid, mid vomiting and he's asking me if I'm okay. And it's like, yeah, sure. I'm okay. <laughs> you know, I'm, I feel like I'm dying, but yeah, I'm off your eye. Um, so I, I learned really quickly that I could put some alcohol down, um, because it, I drank all of his and I drank mine too. Um, and, uh, so by, by like 13, by 13, we were drinking kind of regularly and, uh, smoking weed and smoking black and milds and cigarettes when we could get them. And, yeah. Um, the reason we smoked black and milds was that, um, the, uh, the two kids, uh, it was another Cody there was Cody and Corey they were the two kids that we smoked with on the uh, windowsill and um, they uh, their grandmother um, would basically just give us black and mild yeah. she smoked black and mild because she would just give them to us like it was no thing to her um, and uh, cool granny so yeah, we cool would granny. grab we would drink her Zimas as well oh yeah. Zima no Nah. Yeah, uh, yeah. You just cool. brought me back, yeah. camera. You brought me yeah, way back. Remember Zima? Oh my god, no. Ooh. 
<laughs> I know, right? I drink a lot of Boone's Farm. So, um, wine. <laughs> yeah, Boone's Farm, Mad Dog, um, all the, all the good stuff. Oh, Mad um, Dog 2020. <laughs> but, uh, it's actually not good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, like by 13, we were drinking and smoking. Uh, by 14, um, I actually was with my cousins, the ones that are like siblings to me. It's my, yeah. basically my brother and my sister, um, who we are all, I mean, we were partners in crime. Uh, for a long time, we are all exactly a, like basically exactly a year apart. Um, uh, they were both born in February. Um, wow. My brother is uh, February fourteenth, and my sister is February sixteenth. Oh wow! And um, I'm March twelfth, so I was a month off. But otherwise, we were basically all pretty much exactly a year apart. So um, it went. It went my brother, uh, Jay, and then it went me, and then it went Ren, who was a year older than me. So we were we were tight, um, and uh, we got into their parents' um, painkillers and yeah. um, benzos, yeah. and we raided the the pill bottles, and we we took like. Just we each took a handful yeah. of like just a mixed combination of painkillers and benzos, um, which I'm surprised. I'm kind of surprised none of us went to the hospital or like needed to go to the hospital. I know, right? Um. So, I so that was my first taste of uh, opiates, and um. I guess I really didn't know what to think of them then. It was just kind of something we did. Yeah. And it, it, I didn't really use them again until about um, a year later um, when I was 15. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll rewind a little bit. Yeah. Um, up until I was about eight years old, I had a pretty kosher life. Um, I mean, it was, it was pretty comfortable and, um, you know, I, I was, I was an only child. Um, so I got a lot of toys and shit for Christmas and, um, birthdays were cool. And, um, but I, I, uh, I did struggle like in school and stuff. I was, I, I was smart, but I never really wanted to do my work. So I, and I was already like super anxious and uh, kind of struggling with depression and stuff at a young age. So, um, so, but after about eight years old or so, I kind of noticed um, in my uh, stepdad and, and mom, I noticed like a change. Um, I noticed that uh, they were fighting more and, um, you know, I, I kind of noticed like my dad would be drinking more. And, mm -hmm. um, by the time I was like 12, by the time I was 12, they were getting divorced. Mm -hmm. Um, my stepdad and my mom, 
um, my biological father I've never actually met, but um, I have reconnected with, and I'll get to that too. But um, I know I'm kind of all over the place. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> um, I uh, so okay, cool. Um, so I uh, I noticed this. You know, my dad was like drinking more and everything, and um, by 12, they were getting divorced because they would be having full-blown, like, throwing plates at each other, and, um, you know, my dad was drinking, like, cases of beer a night, um, and uh, to, well, basically, what I didn't know was that he was uh, heavily using opiates. Mm. Um, so the combination, so like when I him. was 15, um, it was, what's that? The common, like the combination of pills and alcohol. What did you, what do you, what was that last thing? Like the combination of pills and alcohol. That's, yeah, um, yeah. That's so like a, a major, like I've been there before. I have been there. Yeah. I'm, I'm a totally accountable for that one. And that's like, that's even escalating it even more. So go ahead. Go ahead. I had to interrupt. Sorry. Go ahead. Cameron. No, you're good. So, um, so my dad was, was using opiates and, uh, he was, um, he was actually using like kind of specifically, he was using Dilaudid IV. Oh, wow. Uh, and, uh, well, um, basically the combination of um, alcohol and using the IV drugs uh, caused a blood clot in his oh, leg. Man. So um, I was 15 years old, and this is probably like July, um, we'll call it like July 15th, and um, my dad was complaining of like some tingling in his leg, mm. and um, was supposed to have a, a doctor's appointment, um, and uh, so like July 28th, I was staying at my dad's house on the weekend, um, mm. And uh, this is after they were divorced. And um, so I would be staying at my dad's, my staying at my dad's house on the weekends. And uh, I was at his house and one weekend and I had actually gotten a hold of like a quarter um, of uh, weed. And my buddy gave it to me to sell. I was like trying to, you know, I'm basically trying to become a drug dealer. Um, and so, um, I ended up asking these kids in my neighborhood if they wanted any weed. Yeah. And, um, I noticed one of them pulls their phone out, kind of like sneakily puts it to their ear and like talking under their breath. Mm. Um, and I was actually with a, uh, with, my best childhood friend at the time. Um, and I was like, man, we need to get out of here. <laughs> this yeah. seems sketchy. 
Yeah. Um, so sure enough, we're walking back to my house and, um, this cop car comes around the corner and like does the, hits the little buzzer, you know, the like, mm. um, and so we stop and, um, the cops get out and, um, basically they put us in the back of the car and, uh, took us both to our parents' house. Um, he lives, uh, my buddy lives right around the, the corner. He was mm-hmm. in the same neighborhood. Um, they took us both to our parents' house, and they just got rid of the weed and didn't. There was no charges filed or anything. Um, and uh, so that was like July twenty eighth, July twenty seventh, uh, maybe, um, and. My dad was like livid. I mean, he was oh, of course. super pissed and disappointed, yeah. and we got into it really bad. And, um, I uh, actually ended up like shoving him, and wow. you know, I'm 15, and I think I'm like yeah. hard as nails, and think I know everything, and I'm not going to be challenged, yeah. basically. Um, you know, I was, I was an asshole. I was, I was 15. Um, so I, um, I end up like the next night, um, or maybe even that night. Yeah, it was that night. I, um, so this is like, so this is like July 28th at like 10 p.m., maybe and my dad and I made up um and I I got to tell him that I loved him uh, and I'm gonna get emotional it's right okay. now and I'm gonna it's try okay. not to but uh it's okay no I'm here with you so so we were watching uh yeah for sure um I uh we were watching the godfather the godfather marathon was on it was, they were just playing the Godfather series, like, back to back to back. And we were watching the Godfather, and he fell asleep, and I went on to go to bed. And uh, the next morning, I woke up probably around uh, 10 a.m., and uh, it was the weirdest thing before my feet ever even hit the floor it was like i knew i was alone in the house and uh i got up and i smelled chili cooking and uh i walked into his room and stood in the door frame and he was he had died and uh it was it was the blood clot and it was mm-hmm. caused from the uh, IV drug use and the, the drinking. Um, so, um, I'm, I'm sorry. So, no, I'm so that sorry. That was uh, I'm so sorry. obviously no, very traumatic for me. Yeah. And you miss them. Yeah. How long has it been, you said? Um, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that I was fifteen. I'm yeah. twenty nine now. So that was, isn't it crazy uh, though, Cameron? Years ago, like how our childhood and, uh, things they affect you. Like they later on in life, like it's like you know you don't realize until le- that later on when you're an adult how much things have been like bottled up inside of you. You know what I mean? Because we've had to carry ourselves. You know, through being an adult, like in the beginning, and it's like, uh, but you hold in that that stuff that's hurting you still. So it's good that you're doing this right now. You're brave, and you know, I, I know I could feel your your spirit through there, and you miss him, and I'm sure he's watching over you. He's he's with you. I'm sure he is. So at least you can look now in the face and say, you know what, I'm in now, and I'm not gonna let you know anything like that ever happen to you because your son needs you. You know. So I'm proud of you. I know that's hard. I know that's hard. I can't I can't imagine losing right. a parent. I have Thank you, both of my parents right now, so I'm very blessed with that. And they're great parents too. So I'm super blessed with that. Some people don't have that. And I try to remind myself when I get mad at my parents and I get agitated, like I'm almost thirty seven living at home still with them because of my house fire, but it's okay, I'm blessed. But we get on each other's damn nerves. But I have to remind myself, like some people don't have this getting on people's other nerves right. that you love. Like some people don't. So, or you did, and then now you don't have that. You know. So, I get it. But um, you are amazing. Like I, I love that you right now yeah. are in this spirit, and I want you to continue to stay in this spirit because you have it in you. I already saw it when I met you. Like the day I met you, I could see in your eyes that you have that possibility. You have that movement inside of you for music. You have. A good heart but you have a hurting heart you have one you have a, you have a couple chains on your heart still that you're gonna unravel and when you unravel it it's gonna release a lot of emotion but you're you're doing it right now like I know you had a couple bad days you know you posted something on Facebook but you know what you kicked those days in the ass and you came to today at least you know people don't think like that and now you're starting to think like that like tomorrow is not promised at all you know that right Like, we're not going to live in tomorrow. Uh, Yeah, for sure. Well, do you want to do, do you want to sing something, Cameron? Yeah, we can. I'm having withdrawals. You can play guitar, sing or whatever. Oh, my gosh. And then next time, I got a big light. Like, I don't know if you saw Mm -hmm. me post, but I got a big, like, light light thing. And I could, like, put you on my screen, like, my big laptop or even the TV. We're going to go big with this, Cameron. (laughs) No. I'm glad that you're doing this. Thank you, by the way, for doing this and, like, um, yeah, your music sure. is just soulful and I love your voice so sing whatever you want to sing you're next to the speaker or play guitar too you can do both I mean okay. if you have uh, it yeah let's see uh, yeah yeah I'll do uh, I'll do uh, something beautiful I'll do that, that one the one I wrote uh, one of the ones I wrote um I know it's not the uh, it's not the greatest. You have no idea what you just said to me. That fine. that song yeah. is. Did you write that in therapy? I think you did. I, think. I did. Yeah, yes, because you because um, you came I up to me and you're like, yeah, it's so pretty. All right, well, go ahead. Whenever you have yeah, the stage, uh, I'm not talking anymore, so you have so the stage. Basically, I'll, I'll tell you how. Yeah, no, you're good. You're, you're, you're doing fine. We're, 
It's delayed. Uh, it's delayed a little bit, uh, so I'm just letting you know. It's kind of uh, like delayed. So basically, uh, yeah, no, that's cool. Um, so I, uh, I was basically I was listening. I was uh, trying to remember how to play stains, and um, these two chords pretty much started the whole song. So. Um, here it is.
Gosh, drop the mic. That's it. Drop the mic. You are freaking amazing. Did you hear me humming a little bit? <laughs> like I was singing a little bit with you. Like we so I would love to jump on that song with you. I don't know if you've heard my voice. My, my voice is kind of like I, on the other podcast, if you heard me sing, I have good days and I have bad days. I can't figure out the in-betweens of the tones in my voice. And my throat's starting to get numb in my arms and legs. I'm starting to have some some paralysis stuff but i'm trying to fight through it it's probably because of my neck but i would love to like sing that song like fully with you i have it recording on the, the actual camera of me dan you're gonna laugh your ass off cameron and don't get offended because i have adhd so bad unmedicated but like i'm like goofballing when they're talking some so don't get mad i'm listening i promise i'm listening there's a difference between listening and hearing and now you are listening to yourself and your heart and your soul. And that makes me just now, yeah. I mean, just now I just got like therapy session from you. Like this is totally, why do I have to go to college to be a therapist? Like this is profitable for me right now. Like if I had a roof over my head, if I had a, a bite to eat every day and everything I needed, not wanted in life, I would do this like full time because this helps you too, right? Like just opening up. Like tomorrow you're going to have something to look back and be like, like I did that. That was the Absolutely. first step. That's the first step towards something even better. Just sharing your love. It's amazing. You you pour out love with your music and, and the pain too. You pour that out too. I can feel the pain, but we have to, that's what I remind everybody is like, we have to go through the darkest storms. We have to go through all these things that are so shitty in our lives to get to the stronger points and we'll, we'll look back when our you know tomorrow comes it may not be promised but it might come and when we look back we're gonna be like damn we're we're badass like and we we've surrendered our ourselves from that horrible hate and for ourselves you have to have faith in yourself first and i think that your confidence is growing and growing and i just love it i love it but don't hesitate to um i'm probably gonna go in a few minutes i had to message uh my son's dad and stuff i was doing sorry earlier i was doing a prayer with them like on the phone but um i just wanted to uh let me end this with a prayer for you and the next time yeah, we'll do some good. more music all right i'm gonna bow my head 
Dear Lord, thank you for this opportunity to talk to Cameron and bring him on. And may you bless him, continue to bless him, and let him know that that his faith is, is wonderful. And he is just growing as a person and a dad and just a lover of him, himself. And, and his soul is, is getting stronger. I feel it. So thank you for letting him have the courage to come on here and keeping him clean. He's going to need that extra push sometimes, but he knows that he's not alone. And I think that's the most important. Thank you, Lord. Amen. All right. I had to do a prayer for you. Sorry. I just had to. That's like going to be my ending point with everybody. I'm going to pray for everybody. We need prayers, Cameron. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, I love you, man. And I'm so proud of you. And you know to reach out to me. You know that we've been playing phone tag. We've been playing phone tag so much. but So it's awesome. And I'm going to publish this and get something to drink because I'm thirsty. I, I took my medical marijuana and you probably see my eyes in the video, but it's yeah. legal here in Florida. So, <laughs> but don't do anything bad. Be clean. It's a good look on you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I love you. Thank right. you so much. I'll publish this now. All right. All right. So bye, much. babe. Awesome. All right. Bye.